ready for a Christmas party? We are. That's just what I thought you'd say. Okay, here's another question. Who knows the Christmas story? I do. I do. I'm not done yet. Who knows the Christmas story well enough to share it with the class? Well, of course I do. Which part would you like to know? I mean, who doesn't? Well, Ethan, I think she knows the story, right, Miss Parker? Yes, Savannah, I do know the story. In fact, it's one of my very favorite stories ever. A great big story about a little bitty baby who came to save the world. Oh, Miss Parker, I just love a great big story. Well, if that's the case, Mackenzie, you are in for a very special night tonight. In fact, I think all of you are going to enjoy what I've got planned. The invitation sets up of our Christmas telephone. What does that mean? Well, I know what a telephone is. It is a really long race. I know because my uncle was in one. He ran forever and ever. He was number three. Gatlin, that's a marathon. A telethon is where people call and give money for to a for a really important cause. Everybody knows that. Evidently, everyone gasped. So, Miss Parker, what are we raising money for in the first place? The Xbox is in the Sunday school room. A candy machine in the hallway. What is it? Well, Miles, well, those sound like wonderful ideas. Tonight, y'all going to take turns. Y'all going to take turns telling the Christmas story. You know, a telethon. Here's how it's going to work. Each of you will take a piece of paper out on the box, and whatever the piece of paper says, that's the part of the Christmas story you'll tell. Did everyone get a piece of paper? Yes. yes. Can I go first? Can I go first? This is going to be so much fun. Well, I think I should go first because my paper says God, and the whole story started with God. Everybody knows.
That's right, Ethan. The story really did begin with God. What makes it so special is that he didn't keep him to himself. He included all of us. Can I go next, please? Can I go? Well, what's your part of the Christmas story? Well, I didn't get the piece of the paper I was reaching for because Savannah got that one. But the one I got was the one I was actually hoping for. Is it just me? Is he taking the long way to Bethlehem? You never told us what your paper said. Well, I was getting there, but Miles wouldn't let me finish. My piece of paper said, Angel. Angel? I just love angels. Oh, my, we need to find you some wings and a halo. Well, actually, the Bible never says anything about angels having a halo. That's just something we came up with. Well, Gatlin, tell us about the angels. In 50 words or less. I know everyone thinks I talk a lot, but I don't. Well, I kind of do, but that's not the point. Read, Gat, read. There was a lot of angels in the Christmas story. The angel that told Mary she was going to have a baby. The angel who told Gabriel not to be afraid in the dream. Don't forget the angel who spoke to the shepherds. That's right, Ethan. Whose paper said shepherds? That would be me, but... By the time we get done with the Gatathon, I don't think we have t- we'll have time for the telethon. I have an idea. Why don't you and Gatlin tell your part of the Christmas story together? Oh, okay. I think I need some help here. So, an angel appeared to Mary and Joseph and told them they were going to have a baby in Bethlehem. But when they got there, all the hotels were full, so they had to stay in a cattle stall. That reminds me of the time we were on vacation and all the hotels were full. There were some shepherds on the seal there just trying to chill, and they were fine until this edgy man beer. Beer? What? Hey, it rhymes. Plus, the Bible says there are a lot of angels, so surely one of them was named Bill.
Mackenzie, what, what's on your face of paper? Well, to be honest, I was hoping to be Mary or the angel or even Elizabeth. What did you get, King Herod? No, I'm supposed to tell the part about the three wise men. Blame the part of the three wise men, Mackenzie. Laugh all you want, but you really want to know what Mackenzie stands for? I have a feeling we're about to. It stands for the firstborn of a wise ruler. Is he making this stuff up? I don't know, but I know Ethan well enough. He usually is right about those kind of things. Okay, after Jesus was born, there were some wise kings in the east who saw a star in the sky they had never seen before. They were smart enough to know it lead them to Jesus if they followed it. And when they found Jesus, they gave him treasures of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They really must have been wise to know exactly where to go and what to do. I'm sure they didn't know everything. In fact, sometimes the wisest people are the ones who ask the most questions. Okay, 
It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. For whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. How do you think that fits into the Christmas story? Well, I was thinking about that while I was listening to everyone else. I can't stop thinking about the word whosoever. I mean, I know God sent his son and that he was born in Bethlehem to angels and shepherds. I guess I never really thought about how he came from his too. Miss Parker, is that what the story really is? Did he really come from his too? Yes, Savannah, he came for you, me, and all of us. We're the whosoever God sent his son for. kids, I think this has been the best Christmas party ever. I get it. Get what? A telethon. I get it. 
I'm sure you do get it. The story is too big to be told by one of us, or even all of us. The important thing is how we tell it and tell it again. season is all about. And I think it's good to be reminded of what this season is about and all the gifts and all the the family time, it all has its place, but nothing can replace what God gave to us that day. A lot of people debate, well, is this the day that Jesus was born? Well, that's not important. It's important that we celebrate that it happened and that a Savior was born unto us. I want us to look in God's Word in Luke chapter 1 this morning. And don't get mad or aggravated because I'm not about to preach to you. Don't, don't get mad, even though I want to after that this morning. And, uh, but I think it's important for us to go to the Word of God uh, and to see the true reason of the season. And I want us to look in the Word of God at the, the true Christmas story. And I want you this year to realize what this time of year is all about. And we need to celebrate the fact that God gave us a Savior and His Son, Jesus. And that's what we're celebrating. And if you're here this morning, you've never been saved, I want you to understand the greatest gift that you have ever been given is Jesus Christ. And I want you to receive Him this morning and make Him your personal Savior. You want to talk about a good Christmas? Get saved today. Get saved today and meet Jesus and claim Him as your own. And I promise you, it'll be the best Christmas you've ever had. 
I want you to stand with me for the reading of God's Word, and then we're going to have an invitation, a time to receive this gift as our Savior. Luke chapter 1 and verse 26. The Bible says, And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth. And a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her, in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, he shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be? See, and I know not a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the high shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. The angel appeared and said, Mary, God is fixing to put his seed within you. Jesus did not come from the seed of man. He came from the seed of God. This is not just the Son of Man. This is the Son of God that we're talking about. If you're here today and you've never been saved, you may say, Preacher, that can't happen. That, That can't happen. Notice what the angel said in verse 37. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Look over in chapter 2 and verse 1. The Bible said in verse 1, And it shall come to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house of David and the lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, Keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be, notice this, to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. For unto you, that means you and that means me this morning is born unto you a day in the house of David, a Savior. That word Savior in the Greek means deliverer. It means deliverer. He said a deliverer has been given to you today. Notice what he said, which is Christ. The word Christ is the anointed one. The anointed one has come, is what they're saying. The the deliverer is come. The one to rescue you is come. May I tell you, he has come today. The Jews look for their Messiah to come. Friend, the Messiah has already come. And praise God, He's coming again. 
The Deliverer is here. The Anointed One has come 2,000 years ago, born in Bethlehem, born of a virgin. And His name is Jesus. There's only one Savior. There's only one Deliverer. And it's Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. You say, Preacher, what sets Him apart from everybody else? Because He is the Anointed One. He is the Son of the living God. I got to preaching and my page went, went away on me. Notice here in verse 12, And this shall be a sign unto you, You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Now notice this angel. Picture this talking to these shepherd men. And here's this angel talking about a Savior being born. And look what happened in verse 13. And suddenly there was with an angel a multitude of heavenly hosts. Man, I tell you, this angel got to preaching to them. And and the heavenly hosts, just they broke out singing. They broke out praising. Notice what it said. The heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. I'll tell you what, they were singing and shouting and celebrating that a Savior was given today. I'm shouting and celebrating that a Savior's been given to us. i got a reason to sing. I've got a reason to smile, hello. Because a Savior was given to me. I'm almost done, 15. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, could you imagine putting your eyes on the Son of the living God? That's what they did that day. This wasn't just any ordinary baby. This is the anointed one. This is the Christ the Son of the living God. And Brother Norman, they got to put their eyes on Him. (laughs) I'm glad there's coming a day that I'm going to get to put my eyes on Jesus. Notice what it said. I keep preaching and I won't keep reading. I'm losing my spot here. Notice verse 17. And when they had seen it, they had made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Could you imagine the heart and the mind of Mary that day? Notice verse 20. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. If you've never been saved, may I tell you, you can have the greatest Christmas of your life. Come. This morning, let me show you how to be saved. Let me show you. I can't save you, but I know a man who can. And his name is Jesus. He's the Son of the living God, the Anointed One. And we're here to exalt Him and praise Him. He's the reason for the season. I don't know about y'all, but i got a reason to sing. I've got a reason to celebrate. Could you imagine this world without a Savior? I've got a Savior in Jesus. Do you know Him? Don't leave this world without knowing Jesus. You don't have to go to hell today. There is a place called heaven, and if there's a place called heaven, then there's a place called hell. Nobody has to go there because a Savior's been given to you. Would you be saved? If you're here today and maybe you have a public decision to make, I want to invite you to do that as we sing. What page? 403. 403. As we sing, you come this morning.